for me, it's very important to have my time alone, whether it's with myself, whether it's with my brothers or going dancing. So we have those moments also. So relationship, I do see now more clearly needs a structure, but also needs this other aspect. Like I know who I am and I have to come back to myself and again and again, yeah. because we do, we do a lot of things together and we, we are in the space of each other a lot. So. Welcome to the Seeing in the Dark podcast, the podcast for the women of the ancient futures. Women that see beyond eyes and know beyond mind and are here to make a change from a deep communion with the mystery of life. Seeing in the Dark is about walking paths that have not been walked before and daring to show up for the mission and dream life that is knocking on your door. My name is Nicole Nima Costeras mystic, medium, initiated priestess and here to take you into the mysteries of purpose, power, ritual and intuition. May you embody your own unique essence so deeply that your vibration naturally teaches, inspires and assists others. Let's dive in. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode where I am sitting again with my partner Nemanja Sonero. So at the moment of recording, we are 36 weeks pregnant. So our child is almost coming. We are really excited. And today we want to talk with you about a topic that we have been, I mean, we've been focused on it for a few years already, but especially in the process of becoming parents, it has become an even more important topic to talk about, to share about, to create new visions on. And that is the balance between work and private life. Well, yes, this is a topic we're going to focus on, especially because both of us, we love our work. And it's not just work. It's really purpose. It's a mission. It's a deep love and connection to what we do. Yes. So I was just asking Nimonia before we started recording, how was it for you before we met? Like, was private life and work something that was separated because for me it was all blended together the reason for that was that my work is basically a hobby gotten out of control like i started women of ancient futures and my other companies before that from a deep love of growing and spiritual development so all the trainings and courses and educations and experiences that i went through were in the first place for my own growth and my own deepening. And so the business was a natural consequence of that. And therefore, before we met, it was all one thing. So I was pretty much working all the time or having my private life all the time. It was just not separated. But the more my business started to grow, the more business things started to come into it. And then it did start to feel more like work, even though work that I deeply, deeply love. How was that for you? Well, specifically since COVID, my business went online much more than before. I had my online academy before a few years, but most of my work was in-person events, classes, and everything I did was in person. So when COVID began, I had to move online more. And that started to, of course, affect my private life because my work was from home. Yes. So suddenly when all starts to blend in, a, in that format, okay, this is the house I live in, this is where I sleep. And suddenly I'm sitting on a table where I normally perhaps eat, I'm working. So these things started to mix and mesh. And I kind of, I remember at some point I kind of lost a bit the, the separation, the border, like well, it's mixing a bit too much. And as much as I love to do my work, and yes, it's also online now, I still needed to separate because 
the more I started to build my company, started to grow, the more I felt I need to work longer. And if I work longer, and if she's working longer, we're in the same house together working, it suddenly the borders started to become very vague and started to interfere with our relationship also, I would say, in a not always a good way. Yes. And exactly what Nemanja said, both our businesses before COVID were mostly in person, which already creates more of that separation between work and private life because I needed to go out of the house to go to work and come back in. You know, sometimes it was traveling for a retreat, uh, some that was going to my courses in Amsterdam, but I needed to go out of the house. And from 2020, when COVID happened, suddenly everything happened inside the house because of our online businesses. That was around the same time where we also moved in together. So we also needed to find that balance of, okay, when is it time for us to connect? When is it time for work? Yeah, and that has actually been quite a process for us where, like Nemanja said, it didn't always serve us that we would both work in the same house. And also when we would make agreements, they would also over time kind of slip again. And then the boundaries between work and private life would dissolve again. So we, every now and then we need to reset and tune in again on what do we actually want and what type of agreements do we want to make to also nourish our connection and make really like separate time and space for that as well. Yeah, especially at least for me, I never spent so much time suddenly with my partner as I was with Nicole when we had this situation. And normally I would, you know, go to work, go to teach, travel, come back. You have this sense of like, I haven't seen her. So maybe even quite a bit, the polarity affects it. And so when I miss her a little bit, ah, it's nice to see you again. But when, when we're all the time together, it kind of starts to be a bit strange for me. And uh, it was a bit of a challenge in the beginning. How do we navigate that? So discipline for me was very important to separate. Okay, this is work. This is private. Let's not mix it up too much. Even when Nicole opened up the call, she said, this is my partner. And I'll, I know it's like, I like to say more girlfriend. Because partner, I don't want to... Sounds so young. <laughs> well, partner sounds a bit like business. And uh, even now, we're doing this in our home. So me personally, I think it's a bit different than for her. But for me, I want to separate the spaces more and more in myself. I want to really more and more separate the work and the private life. I feel it's very important. And I will share later. Yeah. So let's share a little bit about our current life situation so that the listener can also understand what is our daily life look like right so mm. we live together and we have our work from home i mostly work in the living room at the dining table <laughs> that's also where we are recording the podcast now uh, Neumania works mostly in the office we have a really nice big space for the office that's where he works in so in the daytime we don't i mean we see each other like when you come to make food and stuff I am usually in the living room. You are in the office working. I would say I would work in a normal work week, maybe four days a week. Monday is my flexible day, but then Tuesday to Friday I work, but also sometimes a bit less. Maybe when I'm launching something big, I work a little bit more, but I would say around four days, four days a week or something. And you probably five? Around five depends on the period. And my, my work is a bit different. I have a set time in the daytime, but I also, I'm a bit dyslexic, I have ADHD, whatever. I don't like this diagnosis, but it does affect my life. So my focus is a bit, sometimes can be a bit off. 
So I'm trying lately to sit less and to move a bit more. So I don't really have a fixed time, but let's say, let's say four to five days a week. And this is the thing just to name. I feel when I work from home, it's harder. The home atmosphere of relaxation, of connection, everything kind of gets sometimes mixed with work. I like to get out to the house also, sometimes work in a cafe. It's a very clear environment and it's a naming for a purpose because working at home where also there's a partner working outside is very different for the focus. Yeah. So that's basically our, our current like home situation. <laughs> and we would love to take you through our weekly structure that we decided to set up to really block out some time slots during the week that is our offline connection time. So it's time where we don't go on social media. It's time where we ideally have the screens off completely. Although sometimes we do, if we want to make a vision board, for example, we might use Pinterest to find pictures, but we don't really go online on the internet, like on other places. Or we might like on a Sunday, we might listen to a podcast or maybe study something, but we don't go on social media and things like that. So ideally no, no screen. So our current week does have also some focus around becoming parents, but we will share some alternatives because we also did this from the moment we moved in together. On Monday is usually my flexible day, so I, I usually don't really work on a Monday. I might go outside somewhere, I might go to my favorite market, I might, I don't know, do something, but usually Monday is not my working day. Monday evening, we have a creative date night. So it's a night where we, even before the pregnancy, we would paint the birimbaos that you brought once. We would sometimes, I remember in the time where we lived in New Eden, we would have like writing or painting or something creative that we're doing on the Monday evening. Now, at the moment, we are actually working on a, a book for the transition of partners to parents so we're working every monday evening on a book where we collect pictures and words and quotes for example for the places we want to travel when we become parents for the things we really love about our relationship like the way we want to raise our child the visions that we're having so we're making a creative date night at the moment around the topic of the transition from partners to parents but Monday evening is the evening where creativity is the focus. When I feel good, because so far into the pregnancy, sometimes I feel really tired and then we might do something else. But this schedule that we share with you is the intention and it doesn't always go perfect. Well, creativity is very important, I believe, for both of us. And my job is also to travel, to teach a lot. But lately, it's a bit different changing. So when we spend home time together, also creativity is very important. And it's also something that connects us. We love to dance together. But like these kind of things also are ways to build the relationship, to create a more environment where we can express itself in this way. Maybe it's a book, maybe something else for you. You can do whatever you want. But this is something that works well for us and it's fun. And again, we feel more connected and bonded at the end of it. Yeah. So, okay, we did something nice. Instead of just sitting and watching a movie, you know, Netflix, whatever. This is yeah. more interesting. Because <laughs> sometimes we catch ourselves, like especially in the winter, 
we catch ourselves like going very easily towards watching Netflix or a mm. movie together. We don't have a television in the house, but we do have Netflix and to watch movies or sometimes series. Most of the time we try to also stay away movies. from that, <laughs> mainly movies. Better. But when we catch ourselves like doing that too much, we, mm. we prefer to spend an evening working on something creative. Yeah, I would say, and this is what I heard once, I think Jay Shetty said it, watching Netflix together with your partner, watching movies is the lowest form of intimacy and connection you can have. It doesn't really connect us. I mean, it's a nice moment. Something's really nice and cool. We can laugh. It's fine. We can do it from time to time. But something as a habit, it's really not a form of connection. It's a, a more like spending time together or you like maybe wasting even time in some form. <laughs> But this is something that we really like. We like to be creative. Yeah. So that's our Monday evening. Creativity. Painting, mm. vision boarding. Could be dancing also. Could be playing music. But that's usually more on another day of the week where we share. But that could be part of it as well. Okay. Tuesday is our weekly meeting. And this is also, if you haven't watched the episode yet about how we handle conflict, we share also about our Tuesday meeting in that episode as well. We will link the episode below this episode for uh, if you haven't watched it yet. In that episode, we share everything we do to prevent conflict, but then also we share what we do once we do enter into a conflict. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a nice episode. So our Tuesday meeting, we started doing that because we noticed that both of us are really devoted to our spiritual development, our personal development. So there is a lot of processing happening in our life on a daily basis, I would say, or almost a daily basis. And we started to see that it started to take over our life and our relationship too much. So there was too much processing happening in our relationship. We worked with a relationship coach at the time, and she suggested, why don't you choose a moment in the week where you bring those things that have been triggering for you that week that you want to talk about together, make agreements on. Also now in the process of becoming parents, it's the day where we see, okay, what needs to be bought, what needs to be set up, what needs to be put together. Like it could be practical, could be emotional, it could be something potentially triggering. We bring that to our Tuesday meeting. I really love the Tuesday meeting because it's clear that that time is for these type of topics. If one of us feels really, really triggered on another day of the week, we can also request an extra meeting or an extra moment to share if the Tuesday feels too far away. Yeah, we check in with each other. Hey, this a few days ago, one topic came up and I said, can we do Tuesday? And Nicole mentioned, hey, it feels a bit far. Yeah. So then we have to see, okay, what's the best to do now? What, what's the option? Because certain moments, even if triggering things come up, Maybe we want to talk about it or we need to talk about it, but we're not in capacity and we're not ready for that. And it can just become a whole mess if there's no structure. And Tuesday is something that I also like because when we begin Tuesday, we meet up, we sit, usually we connect first, we breathe together, for example. Uh, we tune to each other's nervous systems. So we come with a clear intention, okay, why are we here? If we just jump into it and we try it a few times, it becomes messy. <laughs> So, we usually end uh, up in a conflict if we don't yeah. start with a moment of connection and yeah, connecting our bodies and yeah. breathing together and sharing an intention. I think one of the things I also love about the Tuesday meeting is that normally when, for example, I would get triggered, I want to go straight into it. And then it's like in the heat of the moment. 
And it's so much easier to come into a conflict then when it's immediately wanting to be processed in the heat of the moment. Whereas if there is a few days that pass by, there is also a moment to zoom out, to see the bigger perspective, to take a moment to tune in and see, hey, what is actually really important? So we usually connect in our notes in our phone. Nemanja does it on paper. We just write things down throughout the week that we want to bring to the weekly meeting. Yeah, we bring it. And again, when you allow that day to come, sometimes I notice even for myself, certain themes I wanted to bring on Tuesday just disappear. Yes. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Same. I actually don't need it. I felt important in the moment, but it's a good also practice not to get lost in the moment of emotions and things that are triggering. For me, I don't need to address everything that I feel in the moment. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a mind thing sometimes for me. Like I realize yeah. it's, it's a bit of a trickery. So coming back to myself, okay, I leave it for Tuesday. I realize in the process, in the between, like actually that was not important. That I could have resolved it much faster. So mm-hmm. Tuesdays are very important. They create structure. They create a safe container. And one of the best things which you name it at the beginning, you don't have to process everything during the week. You can just devote that energy to do something else. Especially yes. if you're preparing for a family or having a family, you're going to process it every day. It's exhausting. So, And we also noticed that our connection, that both of us came from a background where we create connection through intensity. Mm. So having this weekly Tuesday meeting really almost forced us to practice to connect in other ways than the intensity of like conflict or tension. Mm. Yeah. So if you notice this in yourself, you can even check in, hey, this is a good question. Is your connection often with your partner? through conflict or maybe through tension, that's one of the ways you want to connect with her or him. So it's good to just look, okay, is that, is that my pattern? And find different ways how you can do that. This is one of, it's a very useful tool just to separate the days, sit, connect, stabilize, go into it. So that's our Tuesday. So the next day where we have offline time is our Thursday evening where we have our intimacy date. This is a time or an evening where we make space to connect intimately or sexually. It doesn't mean that the other days of the week are out. There is like spontaneous connection happening on other days of the week. But we wanted to also set that one day a week just to, yeah, for sure have that moment where we connect together. It doesn't mean like we have to have sex on that night, but it's a moment where we make space to connect sensually, intimately or sexually together. Yeah, and it's an important one because, again, we both are very passionate about our work. So we want to just have one day fixed that we know for sure we're going to connect. And the rest is spontaneous. And I remember when we started doing this, I feel there was a bit of like resistance to this ah, because it's not spontaneous. Yes, I hated it in the beginning. I didn't like it yeah, at all. It's like, it's not spontaneous, it's not romantic. I said, okay, but we can do that anyway. <laughs> Let's have this one that we know for sure we are connecting. Yeah. And this is our time. And it means we know, and for me, it was also nice in advance to know, ah, okay, which I like, I like to prepare, for example, before we meet. So I like to do some shaking. I just like to get into my body and be fully present and release the day, maybe perhaps that I had in that moment. So it's, for me, I like intentional connection days a lot. Yeah. I think also, I remember that year, I think it was the year we were in the Tantra training where I was struggling with resistances a lot in general. And then we started implementing this one evening a week for the intimacy connection. And I was feeling, oh, 
Sometimes I would just come into the moment with resistance. <laughs> yes. So we actually, we took it out also a few yeah. times of our weekly intentions. But at the moment we put it back in, uh, which actually is really nourishing. Like mm. also I feel like as a preparation towards the birth, it really helps my body to relax, to have that moment of connection and mm. yeah, to really feel connected together and with each other's body. One more is on the Sunday. At the moment, we have it on the Sunday, but like we said, this is how it is right now. We also switch up sometimes the schedule. Sometimes we take something out, we put something new in, we, you know, we see what works, what doesn't work. And I would say this is also the structure that we mainly use when we are just living our at-home life. When we're traveling, it's also, again, different. It switches up, yeah. Yeah. So Sunday is our day off, which means... No internet, ideally no phones, no computers at all. We do sometimes have music. So I go to Spotify, but we basically go offline. Yeah. And it's really, really, I know, especially lately nourishing to have that because there's no distractions. That's number one. So there's no external influence and stimulant. So it means we can fully connect to each other and also to ourselves. So sometimes I would just sit and play music or I notice there's a certain no nostalgic feeling of, I would say, back in the days when there was not so much internet usage or computer usage like globally we do now. So there's more like spending time outside, just like normal life. And uh, things are changing very quickly. So I know Sundays are very important for me to reset with myself, with her, and also to prepare for Monday because Monday again, work begins. So Sundays are very chilled inside or outside, just music, food, talking, cuddling, whatever. But no movies, no none of these things. And it's nice, you know, I think two weeks ago we had like a spontaneous photo shoot that we started yeah. doing together. And I noticed when the screen is off, then like inspiration naturally comes. So maybe sometimes we have like really long conversations or we're laughing together or dancing or making music or it can be many things. We go outside somewhere, but we don't go on the screen and mm -hmm. we don't go online. That's an important one. And I also noticed when you said Sunday then to prepare for Monday, I think this is something that changed for me because as an entrepreneur, I didn't really have a work week before. It was kind of just spontaneous, like spread out all over the week, which for me in that time was beautiful because I wanted to move away from the Monday to Friday work week. But actually over the last few years, it kind of came back in to have set times and days for work. Like I said before, because Women of Ancient Futures is now a company with a team of four supporting lots of women all over the world. So there is a lot of work constantly like needed. There's a lot of to-dos, a lot of constant things that need to be done there. So if I don't set that time, I could pretty much work all week. There's always something to do. So that's when the work week actually returned into my schedule. When we live our at-home lifestyle, when we're traveling, it's different. Yeah, and, and also Sundays are, I notice when there is, like I said, none of this work, social media, whatever, connections. For me, creativity is very important in my work. I notice there's so much more like ideas and I write it on paper. And there's a certain response. I mean, like I'll take my phone or my computer, write it on Evernote. And I said, no, I write it on paper. And I know it's much easier for me to be clear and just to share what's often get a bit stuck during the week and, and everything that gets a bit cramped up with other things.
So yeah. Sundays are really, really, really nice and very necessary. I feel in a relationship, especially this type of relationship where two people are so devoted to the work, but also want to be devoted to each other. So Sundays are, I feel, a necessity. Yeah. And I think also on our way to becoming parents that this type of structure can really help us. Mm. Of course, held with an open hand, you know, because even now it doesn't always go perfect, this structure. Mm. Sometimes maybe we, I don't know, we have something else on a Sunday. Maybe we do the offline day on a Saturday. Mm. In the pregnancy, like I said, I feel tired and maybe we do watch Netflix on Monday evening sometimes instead of having our creativity night because I just feel too tired for it. Like last night. Yeah, it's flexible. It's not a rigid structure, but it does help us to keep that focus and intention and to have that time to connect in other ways. I also noticed that it has become important for me to find other hobbies. So where work was my hobby, because of all the studies I was doing, I would say now I find it more in painting or drawing, or I would love to do more with clay and maybe even dance and things like that. So for me, it's also important to have those times during the week to make space for those things that are hobbies <laughs> or more in that energy of a hobby. So I think that's it. Like also our Tuesday meeting, I think what we do a lot, but it's maybe not in our official agreement, is that usually the Tuesday evening we have a night separate. So you are like... Having some time for yourself and I have some time for myself where we just do what we individually want to do, yep. which I also really enjoy. I remember I talked to a friend of mine and I told him about their Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, Sunday structure. And I remember she was like, oh shit, that's a lot. As in like, what, well, to have this in relationship, all this is like, sounds like work. Maybe it did at moments feel a bit like, oh, that's a lot. But I, I feel now we're getting the hang of it. And like Nicole just shared, we have times alone. I have, or should I say, I need my time alone to yeah. reset, to feel my own self. We're both, I would say, quite sensitive to our own, but also the external energies and other people. So for me, it's very important to have my time alone, whether it's with myself, whether it's with my brothers or going dancing. So we have those moments also. So relationship, I do see now more clearly needs a structure, but also needs this other aspect. Like I know who I am and I have to come back to myself and again and again, yeah. because we do, we do a lot of things together and we, we are in the space of each other a lot. So our life is like blended together a lot. We don't mm. share our business, but a lot of things we actually share on a daily basis, mm. which it might be more than usual than yeah. usual if meaning like you go out of the house to go to work and then you see each other end of the day. We don't yeah. really have that. Although we are planning to go back more into in-person work also. So then we will create that again more. Yeah. And maybe it's also good to mention that a creative night on the Monday evening is sometimes one hour. It mm -hmm. doesn't have to be yeah. like a three or four hour thing. Same with the meeting it's like, on Tuesdays. Yeah, the meeting can be 30 minutes sometimes, you know, or 45. Maybe sometimes one hour, but it doesn't have to be like full evenings every single week. It's that one hour on Monday, that 30 minutes or 45 minutes on Tuesday. And then the intimacy date usually is a bit longer, maybe two hours, sometimes three hours. And then the Sunday is the full day. And I would say very important if you do spend a lot of time in the same space as your partner, have moments of... For example, she's in the kitchen doing something, have a moment, just a hug 
or a touch. So the polarity is very important to practice still and maintain in those moments because maybe you're, okay, working in a different office, but still you're working in the same space. So it's good to pay attention to these things. And there's so many practices in where you can do that, but it's good to nourish the, that polarity and, and connection. So just a little hug or just a little smirk or a kiss. Or, or a slap on the butt. Slap on the butt or anything <laughs> that can make it also playful. So the work seriousness, I would call it, doesn't get, enter too much into the other aspects. So you can make it fun. So play with it, explore and see what works. And Yeah. Um, Maybe that's also a nice episode. Like, we like to, so every now and then, create an episode and share a bit of how we approach different things in our relationship. But I think for today, this is, for now, at the moment, all we want to share with you about creating a balance between your personal life and your work. And let us know if you found this episode valuable, if there's any of the things that you want to try out in your relationship or your future relationship. And we wish you a beautiful week from here. Enjoy. Bye. Did you receive any inspiration, motivation, or powerful breakthroughs by listening to this episode? Then please share this episode by taking a screenshot and tagging me in your stories at nicole.nima.costeres. I would love to celebrate you, share you in my stories, and it would mean so much to have my work reach more powerful, passionate women like you. Thank you so much and looking forward to see you next week.